All right, welcome to Rock Vegas, everybody. It's Glenn Rockney. Raiders are back at home, Legion Stadium, against the Buffalo Bills, hosting the Buffalo Bills. Um, trying to leave that loss at New England in the past. Let's just call that an isolated incident, right? Let's call that an isolated incident. Trying to take a few things from it, but, you know, move on, right? That's Bill Belichick, right? And I'll get, on, get into the, you know, genius of Bill Belichick in just a second because something else happened on Raiders Twitter that was a little bit weird. But uh, nonetheless, that loss, uh, you'll notice my post-game reactions. I do them within hours of the game, so there's a lot of emotion with them. So I can get maybe negative after a loss happy after a win um it, it definitely could happen so i apologize if that did sound a little negative but hey a loss is a loss especially an ugly one like that but before we go on one thing that uh you know a uh, friend of the show marcus johnson discovered and i want to i want to reiterate this marcus johnson is the first person to talk about this not matt money smith on nfl network not nobody like that um marcus johnson discovered that Bill Belichick, one of part of what he was trying to do to stop Derek Carr in this Raiders offense, an offense that had been putting up 30 points a game in the first couple games, um, what he was doing was double-teaming checkdowns, right? So we all know, even if you're a huge Derek Carr fan, huge Derek Carr believer, he definitely likes to check the ball down. He likes to take the safe throw. Sometimes he will overlook an open receiver down the field to take the safe throw, right? The high completion percentage. And I believe that John Gruden does like that, even though I, I think Gruden gets a, just a little bit frustrated that he doesn't see uh, Waller down the field sometimes. Gruden did say, hey, Waller was open. Why didn't we go to him? I don't know. He, he did say that. But what Marcus Johnson discovered was that you'd see, um, you'd see the Patriots in a cover one, and then you'd see almost like a kind of a spy on Jalen Richard or Jason Witten in the flat. And... and he posted it, right? And it, it went everywhere. It was viral. It, it went everywhere. PFT commenter, right, from Pardon My Take, guys like that, retweeting it, national type stuff. Um, now, there were people that disagree, and I, and I think disagreeing is fine. Look, you, you disagree. You think, hey, no, that wasn't that. It just it was a different coverage concept. This was different. That's not exactly what happened. That's fine. But some people accuse Marcus of pushing a narrative, which I think is is kind of weird because I, I – talk to Marcus at a reasonable rate, right? We DM each other and stuff. And, uh, and, and he's been on my show twice. Um, I implore you, if you're a new listener, please go back to the John Gruden and Mike Mayock episode and, and even the season preview episode. Um, it, it, you can find them in the YouTube rock Vegas, rock, rock Vegas playlist. Also on iTunes and Spotify, it is marked with his name on it, but people are accusing him of having a narrative, like an anti-car narrative, which, um, it's funny because I, I do think he has the best defense for Derek Carr as a Raider quarterback, as a great fit for John Gruden's system. Uh, people forget that he was in Josh Dubow. Josh Dubow was putting out stats that were kind of did seem a little haterish, right? Did seem kind of a little bit uh, skewed, right? To be kind of to push his narrative, and Marcus Johnson would then combat uh, those stats and, and be like, no, actually. Josh, what about this and this and this? And, and what actually, I remember a lot of people who love Derek Carr were retweeting that kind of stuff and being like, hey, man, yeah, you're right, you're right. But now all of a sudden, he basically posts all 22 of Bill Belichick doubling Derek Carr's checkdowns, and all of a sudden he's pushing a narrative that's anti-Carr, which 
that doesn't make sense because one, he's an all 22 guy, right? All 22 guys, they like they, stuff like that that they haven't seen before. These are people that watch film all day and they might see some of the same shit on all the clips. But this was something like, whoa, okay. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is crazy. I've never seen this before. And it wasn't just him. People were all over the place going, God, Belichick's a genius, right? And now I don't, I, what I told him is I don't think that people were necessarily mad at him. There were a couple people that were, but people were more so mad at what other people did with his tweet to push their, you know, anti-car narrative. You know what I mean? Like, people are like, see, this is what he does. He's a bitch in the pocket. Da, da, da. We all saw it. So then, then people get mad at Marcus for even initially posting the tweet, which I think is kind of weird. So like I said, if you disagree with Marcus, that's fine. But I implore you to not say that he's pushing any kind of narrative because that's just not true. It's just not true. There is no narrative. He just sees what he sees and talks about what he sees. Um, I, I listened to tape. Don't lie. I, he did a really nice explanation of what he saw there. Um, it was really more of a credit to Belichick than it was something that discredits Carr. But what do we take from this, right? What do we take from this? Um, one, I, I do think it's kind of a red flag for Gruden and Carr. You have to see what they're doing to your defense. You have to be able to see this and say, look, there's one-on-one coverage down the field. You got to take the shot. Look at, at the end of the half, the end of the first half. Nelson Aguilar smoked Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore had to do a PI. It put them in good, in a, in good standing to get a, you know, a touchdown, honestly, right? The next play, the Renfro the ball to Renfro and damn near double coverage. Like that was, you have to take that shot. Henry Ruggs against the Saints, same thing. Henry Ruggs gets free, draws the PI against Janoris Jenkins. There's, there's plays like that to be made. And and it's foolish to say that Carr takes all those chances, takes all the chances he can. It's foolish to say like, well, there's nothing he could have done there. Gruden was calling a lot of seven step drops for Carr and a lot of like, big developing plays, which I, I didn't think was a good game plan, right? Stick to what you do. Quick throws. Get guys in space. Let them run. I understand. The Raiders are down a couple wide receivers. But I, I, the Raiders need to get back to their ways. It almost seems like Derek Carr's trying to prove people wrong that are saying, oh, you don't throw it down the field. Well, you watch. I'm going to sit here in the pocket with the ball in my hand. Like I said last episode, I hate when he holds the ball for a long time. I'm... I'm past the point where I want him launching it down the field. Look, take the shot if it's there. But I hate when – take the shot early is what I'm saying. I hate when he's uh, 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 looking at all these reads. Nope. And then just takes a sack. I hate that. His pocket presence is not great, in my opinion. That's one thing he struggles in. He's not great at extending plays. I don't really like when he even tries it. I like when he sees that. Boom. One read, two read, boom. One read, two read, dump it off. One, that's fine. Pay, like – Death by paper cut. I like that offense. That's totally fine. Then take the shot every once in a while. Belichick was hip to that and said, not today. I'm going to make you do something you don't do. Which is Belichick's philosophy on defense. So now, just wanted to get that out of the way. Next up, Buffalo Bills coming to town. Red hot Buffalo Bills. Um, coming off of a weird game against the Rams where they were up big. Then the Rams stormed back, took the lead. And even, you know, and even like went back and forth. Bills get a, a, a kind of a questionable pass interference call late, allow them to take the lead, and they beat the Rams. Other than that game, they've beaten the, the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. I just got done watching the New York Jets. And uh, let's just say, you know, I'm, I'm holding back some vomit. 
holding back a little vomit watching the New York Jets. So I, I'm, I think the Raiders are going to still be a, a, a decent test for them. You know, the, people think when you're a Raider fan, you think, oh, this, the Buffalo Bills is going to be a huge test, right? We didn't pass the Belichick test. Can we pass the, you know, Sean McDermott, Josh Allen test? Um, I'm not necessarily predicting a win, but I do think this is a very winnable game. I actually thought last game was a very winnable game. There were times where the, the Raiders had been able to capitalize on those red zone opportunities instead of turning the ball over, missing field goals. I think they could have beat the, played really well with a lead against the Patriots. They w- it would have been tough for the Patriots to run their offense and come back. So what happens, right? What ha- well, actually, let me get to this. So Damon Arnett just had surgery on his thumb. So he's not going to, we would think he's not going to play for this game. Uh, Ian Rappaport was saying six to eight weeks. It doesn't seem like that's confirmed. So um, he had surgery on his thumb. That's not good. Damon Arnett is, uh, is really, it's a good young corner on this team. I don't think he's there in coverage yet. So I don't think in coverage, we're going to miss him too much. I think um, it's just the tackling, the physicality, um, and, and just he was going to be developing in that area. And this is just, you know, if Ian Rappaport's right, six to eight weeks where he doesn't get to develop that coverage ability. But Nevin Lawson comes on the field probably. And that's uh, – I don't think anybody's excited about that, right? Um, I don't – Nevin Lawson dropped the pick against Mahomes, but I, I don't think his coverage is, like, worse than Damon Arnett right now. I don't think that's the case. But in the run game, I think you're definitely losing a lot of tackling. And this this is a, a run game or a run defense that's not doing so hot right now. So you need every tackler you can get, every you know body that you can get out there. Um, but it, it, it just sucks that Damon Arnett's not going to get this ability to just learn and learn and by the end of the season be good again. It's almost like we're hitting the pause button on him. Maybe even a little rewind because when he gets back, who knows? And... Uh, yeah, it's it's just it's discouraging all the injuries. Brian Edwards, Henry Ruggs, and Damon Arnett are all hurt right now, and it's like almost like a tradition, right? Raiders, uh, I mean, not a tradition because it kind of just started last year, but like Jonathan Abram goes down week one Monday Night Football against the Broncos in 2019, so you lose him for the year. Henry Ruggs goes down week one, and you don't know what's going to happen there, and he's still not. You know, he played against the Saints, but he wasn't right, and now he's not even probably going to play this weekend. Brian Edwards on a play that was phenomenal. That kind of deep cross that, 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 that the Raiders ran. It was perfect. It was a great play. Made Stefan Gilmore miss do the splits. If you saw that still frame. Um, and then he gets hurt on the play. I mean, look, nothing you could do about that. It doesn't mean these guys are soft. I hate, you know, Raiders Twitter where anyone who gets hurt is garbage. I hate that, but it does suck that these guys are getting hurt. It's just, it just sucks. These are guys that we're all excited to see, right? And now you're playing Buffalo with kind of Nelson Aguilar, Zay Jones. Kind of feels a little bit like last year. You know, hey, you got, still got Renfro, Waller, Jacobs. Uh, the O-line looks like they're going to get a little bit healthier. I'm hoping Sam Young's out there. So, so Denzel Good, who did struggle last week at right tackle, Denzel Good can um, get back to uh, uh, left guard, where I think he plays his best at. Um, filling in for Richie Incognito. I feel a lot better about the offensive line when John Simpson's not on the field right now. Um, but with all these injuries, I think the Raiders are getting maybe their most important injured guy back. That's not the guys I just named. Um, Nick Kwiatkowski. I think uh, I think Nick Kwiatkowski is is dearly missed on this team. He's one. He wears the green dot, so you always want to have your green dot 
guy out there. I don't think Corey Littleton's doing a very good job with the green dot. Um, again, Corey Littleton actually said today, he's, I'm just doing what I'm coached kind of threw Paul Gunther under the bus, but I, I think we all want to drive the bus at this point. If, if Paul Gunther's laying under there, I'm just saying, but what I find interesting is I don't think Corey Littleton's going to be the green dot guy. I just don't think that's him. I think he's an off ball linebacker. He's kind of like, Hey, let me do my thing. I know what I know what my job is and I'm going to do it. But when he has to get everybody else in line, maybe that's just not him. Nick Wikowski's that guy. He's a hammer in the run game, decent in coverage and getting him back is huge. He's huge. It's huge. Really missed him last week. Really would have liked to have him in that lineup. So, um, getting him back is, is, is definitely nice. I, I mean, I'm assuming he's playing. He's, he's back at practice. I would hope that he's in line to play. Doesn't look like Trent Brown's back. And, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a whole nother story. I mean, it's the, the fact that they haven't IR'd him yet and put him on injured reserve now with the new rules where you can put guys on there for like three, four weeks. It feels kind of weird kind of feels like something else is happening. You know what I mean? Maybe not even injury related. And and I don't know. I don't know. I'm not speculating, but I, I just, what, what can you do at this point? You, you think you just put a guy like that on IR and call it a day. I'll free up a roster spot. So um, looking on to Buffalo, what, is, what are the Buffalo Bills, right? If you haven't watched any Buffalo Bills games this week or uh, this year so far, they're a pretty well-rounded team, right? But I think one misconception about the Buffalo Bills is that they have a good defense, right? I, I thought that too. Like the Bills, solid defense. They're going to have a good defense. Re- they're being carried by their offense right now. Josh Allen is playing out of his mind. I'm not the biggest fan of Josh Allen. I know a lot of Raider fans love Josh Allen, but a lot of Raider fans just like guys that can run and extend plays, play backyard football, you know? But Josh Allen's playing out of his mind. Depth of targets, like over nine yards, or I'm sorry, uh, yards per attempt is, is, over nine yards, which is out of his mind. You know, that's, that's out of your mind. Um, yeah, he's, he's doing everything he can. He's running with the ball. Now, one thing about, you know, Josh Allen is they got him a number one wide receiver. They had two really good wide receivers in John Brown and Cole Beasley last year, and it worked out well. But they got Stephon Diggs this year. Stephon Diggs has been great. He's been as advertised. You see what DeAndre Hopkins is doing in Arizona. Stephon Diggs isn't doing exactly that, but... He could. And I'd argue that the Bills have better receivers behind Stephon Diggs than the Cardinals do with DeAndre Hopkins. So what's the game plan, right? I'll get to their defense in a little bit. But against the Buffalo Bills, what the Raiders have to do is do not let Josh Allen break the pocket. The minute this turns into a backyard football, Russell Wilson-style football, Raiders lose. If you keep Josh Allen in the pocket and with Cleveland Farrell, who look, if he can do one thing, it's set the edge. If he can do one thing, that's it. And, you know, with Crosby, keep him in the pocket. The Bills offensive line is very strong on the tackles. I think it's Daryl. Uh, I want to say is his name, Daryl Williams. Um, yes, it is. Uh, and and uh, Deion Dawkins, very good tackle set. But in the middle with Mitch Morris and Brian Winters and Cody Ford, those guys are not playing well this year. So now if you get the pressure from the inside, but you have your your uh, edge guys setting the edge and you make Josh Allen actually play NFL quarterback like po- from the pocket, old school quarterback, there's opportunities to be had. There's turnovers to be made. He also fumbles the ball a lot. Josh Allen brought the Rams back into the game by fumbling. 
Aaron Donald. I mean, look, do the Raiders have Aaron Donald? No. But I think the Raiders can force a fumble on Josh Allen. Make him do something stupid. Big test for Trayvon Mullen. Take Stephon Diggs away. How good is Trayvon Mullen? We're going to find out. Because as great as Trayvon Mullen's been, the Raiders have not really played top flight wide receivers. They, they haven't. That's, it's not his fault. He's done great. I love the play. It was early in the game where I think it might have been the first drive of the game for the Patriots where Trayvon Mullen just, he cut off the slant from, you know what I mean? Like he actually made a play on the ball on a slant. And as a Raider fan, seeing a DB play a slant like that, it was like, man, is that Namdi out there? Like, damn, this is, this is something to see, man. Like we don't, we, this isn't somebody we normally get, you know, this isn't something we normally see. It's usually a slant and like, oh, somebody please make a tackle before he gets to midfield. Oh, man. So Trayvon Mullen's got a huge test, especially with Damon Arnett out. You know, those are, that's the one and two punch for the rate for Raider nation for years to come. And, you know, Mullen's going to have to go out there. I, I'm hoping Amik Robertson gets to make his debut. I am hoping that Isaiah Johnson gets to see some snaps. They're going to have to get creative on defense. So being down Arnett again, our not Arnett's not there in coverage yet, but it's still another body to have out there. Um, one thing the Bills, I think the Raiders have kind of an advantage is the Bills run game is going to probably be the worst run game that the Raiders have played so far. Uh, Singletary and Moss aren't really electric. You know, I, I'll say Singletary's fast and, and Moss is pretty good too, but Moss hasn't really shown the vision as a running back yet. And, um, and Singletary's good, but not great. Um, again, the middle of their offensive line, the interior line, which is so good on the Raiders when it's healthy, the Buffalo Bills interior offensive line is not great. So do not let them run outside. I expect the Buffalo Bills to try to run those toss crack plays where they get outside the same thing the Patriots did um, that they had effective on. So the Raiders are going to have to stop the outside run, um, win inside. Hankins has been a monster this year, so I expect Hankins to eat. And, uh, yeah, see, see what you can do against Josh Allen. Make him play quarterback. That's all I'm saying. Make him play quarterback. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to give you opportunities. Capitalize those opportunities. And then we get to the point where the Raiders offense plays against the Buffalo defense. Now, like I said earlier, I was under the impression the Buffalo Bills, because it just seems like one of those teams that has just a good defense, right? You see, you hear the names, Tremaine Edmonds, Tredavious White, um, Harrison Phillips, Jerry Hughes, guys like that. Their defense isn't really playing that well. Gave up a, gave up a big lead to Miami week two. Gave up a big lead to the Rams week three. There, there's stuff to be, there's, look, I'll, I'll go back to the Marcus Johnson tweet. I don't think the Buffalo, the good thing about this, that tweet where it kind of scared everybody. They're like, look, two and 14. Now the league's got car absolutely figured out doubling checkdowns. That's Bill Belichick. One, two, that requires a lot of discipline on a defense that again, I think only Bill Belichick and maybe a couple other coaches can instill in their defense and install in their game plan. And three, I don't think the Bills have the personnel to do it. Tredavious White is very good. But I don't see them doing what the Patriots do with Gilmore and trusting him as much. Um, and, and Tremaine Edmonds, I'm looking at his PFF cover grade. It's terrible. It's really been bad. Let's see what, what they... I'm trying to remember what they had it at. I kind of had to double take at it. Um, Tremaine Edmonds, there he is. Yeah, his coverage grade is a 35.9, and that's brutal. Like really low. He's he's really hasn't been good at all, all around. You know, what I mean, he's playing the run kind of well, but um, his ta- he's missing a lot of tackles, and uh, yeah, he's he's 
he's having a Corey Littleton type season so far. Let's say that much. But um, I don't think they're going to be able to do to double these checkdowns. And and again, I'd like to think that Derek Carr is going to see this and try to prove people wrong. And again, don't get outside the game plan, but take those one on ones. If they're going to sit low on the checkdowns, take those one on ones. You have to. I, I'm pretty sure Belichick changes the game plan if Carr hits him for a deep touchdown. I'm pretty sure Belichick goes, all right, we'll go back to what we were doing before. This was just something I wanted to try. So it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to play Waller because I don't think they have anybody to play Waller. And with these wide receivers out, I expect Waller to be getting a lot more looks at the X. And he already does get looks at the X receiver role. But I expect Darren Waller to kind of be kicked outside. And and um, I want... One of my favorite plays from the last game was actually a motion where Josh Jacobs got kicked outside and it opened up that cross for Renfro. Um, I think it was on a third down play early in the first half. And I want to see more of that. Move around. Get the matchups that you want. You don't have to throw at Tredavious White if you don't want to. You know, like, um, because I will say the Buffalo Bills safeties are pretty good. Micah Hyde and Jordan, Jordan Poyer. They're good safeties. So I expect them to be good on the back end but again work Waller I think the um you could get some of the looks that Waller got against the Saints I think you can do that against against this Bills defense and you can run on them too that's the thing you can run on this Bills defense they have a pretty good defensive line but they're giving up Daryl Henderson was gashing them last week I think Miles Gaskin was averaging like five yards a carry against them in in week two so there's yards to be made. And I think Josh Jacobs is better than both of those guys. Hot take alert, right? I think he's better than Daryl Henderson and Miles Gaskin. So there's yards to be had. There, um, you know, don't put the ball on the ground, right? Don't put the ball on the ground. And, and just run your offense, right? Run your offense. It doesn't have to be a check down. If there is something open downfield, if you see ever the defense cheating up, make them pay. But otherwise, run your offense. Right? So... Um, what else was that? I, okay. Yeah, exactly. You have, you have Waller, you have Waller, right? And I, and I expect them, the Raiders at times to, with the wide receivers being hurt, rugs, Edwards out. I expect kind of like a Chicago bears game plan. Like I, I was saying this against the new England too, but I, I, I see it even better this time. Cause I think it'll work a little bit better is 13 personnel, three tight ends out on the field. Maybe you kick Waller out wide a little bit, but um, other than that, man, just ground and pound Be more physical than them. If the offensive line gets a little bit healthier, you know what I mean? You get Sam young back Denzel good switches positions. I, I like that run game a whole lot more. So I'd, I'd like to see the Raiders really, you know, get back to that ground and pound game just because you're going to, you just don't have the wide receivers there. But let's not forget about Nelson Aguilar. I thought Nelson Aguilar had a nice first half against the uh, Patriots. And it, from the all 22 clips, it does look like he was getting open later in the game too. But I want to see, I, I just want to see the Raiders get back to their offense, right? It didn't look right that second half against New England. Whether that's a lack of adjustment, I, I'm not exactly sure, but it just didn't look right. Have some damage control too, right? That's one thing I noticed about the Raiders. And it's for a long time it's been this way. Things will be going well. They'll be kind of treading water. Like, all right, cool, we're good. And you're kind of wait. You get to those moments, and, I, and I've talked about it before. And every game, there's that moment where it's sink or swim, right? But it doesn't have to be sink, right? And it doesn't have to be swim. It could just be like, all right, 
one bad thing happened, hit the reset button, we're good. But it kind of seems like whenever there's a turnover, a big sack, like a breakdown in coverage or something, that tends to just open up the floodgates. And the Raiders just need to be able to like limit the damage. One bad drive, sure, that's fine. Don't let that carry over to the next drive. That's a huge problem that I've seen with them is that when things start going bad, it's like, oh, boy. It's like when you're like stock trading and you see that trade not going your way and you're like, ah, damn it. And it really, you're like, okay, all right, bounce back, bounce back. Nope, goes completely the other way. It's kind of the way it seems with the, with the Raiders. So they're going to need to really limit the damage against them. They're going to need to make Josh Allen play quarterback, actually play quarterback, not dance around and extend the play, run and stuff like that. He's tough to bring down. He's real tough to bring down. So make him sit in the pocket. I think he's going to gift wrapped a couple against this against his Raider defense. And then you got to be better in the red zone. You got to be better in the red zone. Be better on third down. Normally, a car-led offense is actually pretty good on third down. I will say that much. But you got to be better on third down and better in the red zone. You can't lose the turnover battle. You can't miss field goals. You can't take field goals late, John Gruden. I still haven't forgot about that. You, down two scores in the fourth quarter, you're not kicking field goals. I'm sorry. So that, with that being said, what are the Raiders' odds of winning this game on Sunday? I think it's more than most people think. I saw a lot of people really down on this Patriots game, and rightfully so. It was really bad. But that doesn't mean that they're going to go off on some crazy losing streak. It doesn't have to. Like I said, it's all about damage control. 2017, a year nobody wants to remember. And the Raiders went, what was it, 6-10? and 10? They started out 2-0. and I remember I was at the Jets game. Fantastic game. Marshawn Lynch dancing, just rolling the Jets. Gary on Conley's first game, making a great pass breakup against Jermaine, uh, Jermaine Curse. They're like, wow, we're stacked, loaded. This is taking that next step from 2016. This time, Carr is going to stay healthy all year. We're going to go through the playoffs, go deep. They lose at Washington Sunday night. And look, there was a lot of things going on in that game. Then after that, the floodgates open, and they don't look like the same team anymore. We might be in the same spot right now. Two wins, one loss. How do you bounce back off that one loss? I do think this is somewhat of a must-win game because week after, it's the Chiefs, and I'm sorry. I don't have a lot of good things to say about the Raiders versus the Chiefs. But if they play a good game against the Buffalo Bills, I think the offense is going to be able to score points. I think the offense is going to be able to get back to where they were. Um, but the defense has to really be disciplined against Josh Allen. You cannot fall for these misdirection plays. You got to stay home. Not always trying to get into the backfield and sack him because he will use that against you. Creep out on the pocket. He's very fast, very strong arm. We all know that. He's getting better at throwing the ball down the field, but he still makes mistakes. Make him make mistakes. Win the turnover battle. I can see the Raiders winning this game. I don't have a score prediction because I, I just I haven't found one that I'm you know absolutely married to yet. But I think the Raiders can win this game. I expect them to win this game. How about that? So with that being said, that's another episode of Rock Vegas. Um, I'm Glenn Rockney. You can follow me on Twitter at Glenn Rockney. Uh, that'll be at the bottom of the screen here. I uh, do two episodes a week do a preview and then a uh, kind of a post game kind of kind of show on Sunday or Monday, whenever the game is. And uh, yeah, you, you could follow the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel at, or I'm not at rare candy. 
um, that'll be where this video is uploaded at. So if you're watching it on YouTube, just hit the subscribe button. Um, I have another podcast called Rare Candy. That's the main uh, podcast of that channel. And uh, that's with my good friend, Crypto Psy. We just did the uh, recap of the presidential debates. I thought we had a pretty fun time. Talked about some serious stuff, laughed about it too. Um, so if you want to check that out, that's a good first episode to start on. And um, yeah, take it easy on my boy, Marcus Johnson, by the way, too. Uh, I thought that was really good uh, film work that he did and uh, a breakdown that he did. So don't, don't, don't attack him for having a narrative because I swear he does. So anyways, um, that's it for me. Uh, let's go Raiders, Raider Nation. Let's go. I wish we could be at that game. I really wish we could be at Allegiant Stadium. Um, every time I see Allegiant Stadium, I'm like, damn, I want to be in it. So um, that's it for me. All right, guys. Peace.